0: Now we're live. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast Free Skate. Friday, going to be having a little bit of fun today, taking a look at some of the best shootout players in Avalanche history, going to be doing a five round draft with the three of us, AJ, Evan, Rudo, and of course, the amazing guy, Casavan behind the scenes, taking care of all the hard stuff for us. Uh, look, I know who's going first overall, and after that, you could get some pretty interesting picks, I think. Uh, do we know who's going first? I know who I'd take first and it's not close. I'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know who, who's drafting first. We'll have to we'll have to figure that out from from guys end, but well, we're doing an AHL version of a shootout. That means 5 rounds, so we each have to select 5 players. We are taking players based on what they were with the Colorado Avalanche. So, I don't want you taking Pavel Bure. Based on what he was before the shootout was even a dream in Gary Bettman's eye, okay. <laughs> Although, okay. I guess, I don't know if Burray would be that effective in the shootout. Well, uh, well I, like I mean, 90% of his goals were breakaways, Ber- yeah, but he also Ber- like based his game off of speed, which in the shootout, yeah, Burray wasn't an av, so we're, we're set, we don't true, have to worry about true, it. but you know, you got what I was saying, uh. Yeah, that I mean, if you don't take him first overall, I think you're you're wrong basically. But in any case, I don't know if Forsberg got into any shootouts, but that doesn't mean you can't take him. Right, that's the that's kind of the thing is that there are some guys that we know who are great in the shootout, but you also have <laughs> you know, you have some Hall of Fame guys sitting in front of him where it's like how do you feel about these cats? In any case, I guess we're ready to jump in here. I don't know what the draft order is.
1: Oh,
0: oh it looks like AJ goes first, I guess. So, really? I'm assuming we're going left to right. I think <laughs> that's your face, yeah. Yeah, that's how I set it up. Okay. All right. So, so round, round one, I have to go first? Yeah, <laughs> do it. Don't take Volsky. You won't. I won't. I'm taking Peter Forsberg. Man, I can't oh, do wow. that as much as I love FAPPA, Sorry, I'm I, I just would get was great, but uh, come come see me when he gets on a stamp. Evan's just gonna win this draft by default now by
1: taking Wolski second. Who said I was taking Wolski? All right, I'll win it, I'll win it <laughs> third if you don't want him. Damn, no, I, I want to see, I want to hear AJ's reasoning. Just he's, Peter, this,
0: he's Peter Forsberg.
1: Okay, yeah, I, all right.
0: I don't think that pick needs that much <laughs> reasoning. <laughs> I just
1: That's, wanted to hear it. That was that was it, man. He's Peter all Forsberg. Right. All right. Well, with my pick, I'm taking Joe Sackett because he's just Joe Sackett. All right. Thanks, boys. I appreciate this. You just I'm just gonna win this drafts by
0: default. Not that look. Sackick, Forsberg, Hall of Famers deserving of their positions. But Wolski was automatic in the shootout. I'm taking Wojtek Wolski. I hope you can spell that guy. Good luck. Um, and the dude couldn't miss. The dude had a, a shootout move that was legitimately unstoppable by NHL goaltenders. So I don't know what to tell you. This was the easiest draft of my life, and I'm drafting third. Get out of here with your Hall of Famers. I'm, I'll have none of it. Uh, oh, it's a snake draft, right? So I have to go again? Mm-hmm. Is it? Is it a snake draft, guy? Decider of the order? <laughs> yeah, cool. it's a snake. All right. That's, That's how we've little. been doing
1: all of our fancies for all the uh, all the channels and stuff. So. Well, Sakic was like 40 when the shootout came out.
0: Yeah, Sackick was in the second half of his career when the shootout began. So, So, I am once again not taking a Hall of Famer, but this guy at least came close to the Hall of Fame. My second round pick is Milan Heyduke. Okay. He was their go-to guy in the shootout when it first came out. He is also the only av from the golden era to be three for three in penalty shots as well. Uh, he had the sniper ability to get the job done. Was never that much of a dangler, but uh, look, I think I might even take him over Sackic. Probably wouldn't take him over Papa, but I, I think I've already won this draft. I'm going to be honest with you. With those two picks,
1: I, I can walk home with the rest of this thing and, and be just fine. If I remember correctly, you said that about the Jersey draft, and you came in a very distant third I, yeah, that was brutal. Uh I don't I don't think I was that confident, but I didn't think I'd lose by that much,
0: that's for sure. <laughs> people really did not like Tampa Bay's logo, which
1: surprised me. I thought that I was I mean, a I really was popular bad. logo.
0: A gra- I think it's a great logo.
1: I I did like I was gonna take it too, so I was surprised, but you know. The people spoke.
0: Okay. I,
1: I guess. <laughs> I think I like guy they officially like,
0: won that but yeah i like did. that we're just watching this graphic get made and we're just like sitting here in the, in the <laughs> program
1: <laughs> the best way all right um this is i think where it starts to get a little bit tougher i'm taking a guy who maybe didn't score a ton of goals but i seem to remember him being pretty good in shootouts because it actually forced him to shoot the puck so i'm taking alex Tange. I'm not, I'm, I'm taking Milan Hayduke again. <laughs> <laughs> for the record,
0: in shootouts, Tanga was five for 15. Just saying.
1: Oh,
0: not, not bad. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. He had
1: moves. He had a lot of moves. He just, uh, you know, he, he did not like shooting the puck. And this was the one spot where he had to shoot it, and he's so, a pretty good shooter. It turns out, yeah,
0: that he is. Boy, not a single player on the current team taken yet. I was close. Uh, I'm, I mean, it's that's ending now. It okay, all right, McKinnon. all right. Well, so, what can he do? <laughs> yeah, McKinnon. McKinnon's gonna be my guy. Uh, easy peasy. Yeah. I, definitely have no argument against Nathan McKinnon at this point <laughs> turns out that guy's pretty good at all the things that you do in hockey so
1: How yeah, I shows? like uh,
0: yeah he's 11 for 27 <laughs> in his career which is pretty good yeah 40 so, percent yeah I um I don't know this this is this has gone by really quickly. We don't have a lot of justification to give for a lot of these. Yeah, th- the 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 <laughs> next three rounds are going to be a lot more of like, well, technically, if you look at this, these six, it seems like if you're not taking these, you're you're making mistakes for the yeah. most part. So, um, yeah, I uh, I don't know. Through <laughs> through two rounds, I think I think we would have a very competitive shootout with these six guys. And for in the, the record, we all get Patrick Wah in goal. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think anything else. Oh, I don't know. Actually, obviously, we can't tell. We'd have to look up like Patrick Wah's penalty shot percentage, which there won't even be enough to do stuff with. But I wonder if Varley would be competitive in like a shootout. He was really good. Yeah, uh, in the shootouts for a while.
1: Yeah, I'm also going in blind where I can't find these shootout percentages that you're pulling up, so I'm going off memory. And, uh, I'm trying to do the best I can here. I don't, inter- I don't know how to. I don't know how to internet.
0: We can't show highlights because we'll definitely get DMCA to the max by YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great it's a great way to get us shut down, dude, dude. Just ask the Rockies; whose every show gets shut gets pulled down because they show highlights. <laughs> I was trying to watch their. Uh, I was trying to watch their home run hitter draft the other day, and yeah. I could only do so on Periscope. <laughs> and it sucked because every time I tried to switch over to YouTube, it was pulled down. I, I was the like, I the second I pulled it up on YouTube, it was like suspended. Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um we do need to take our first period break here before we we jump into more of this draft this podcast is sponsored by Breckenridge Brewery the official beer of DNVR which you can get at your local liquor store just go on to the DNVR well not the DNVR go to breckenridgebrewery.com and use their breck beer locator to find beer near you you can search different types that breck palisade peach wheat as well as some of their classics as well they have it all over the country so give it a look and we also have strava craft coffee the cbd infused coffee that has really changed lives been known to help aches and pains migraines ibs you name it all over the place and use that dnvr 20 code to get 20 percent off strava from StravaCraftCoffee.com and sign up for their subscription service to make life easy for you if you want to purchase multiple weeks worth of it. All right. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, Free Skate Friday. Excuse me. My Mountain Dew's coming back on me. Uh, Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Cygnus, you're giving away all my secrets. All right. Take that off. AJ's gonna pick him <laughs> now. Uh, we're with AJ here as, as we move into the third round, and the chat is—I I don't Everybody see too much action. Yeah, I, the we see. I've seen a handful of names. Some of these names are are terrible. <laughs> During his AVS time, I would not take a though. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah um it's kind of it's tough because like volsky was better with the abs than he was elsewhere right exactly but there are some guys who were both good with the abs and good elsewhere and so it's like how do you balance that yep um because um like my next my next guy didn't have very many opportunities with the abs but he was really good in them and he was really good in his career and uh that's pa parento i like that pick that he was he had he he had the hands he had he had slick moves the guy the guy was the all so flash later. type of player you'd expect to be really good at a shootout, to be honest. Right. Like we and we'll talk about just a just a really odd career in general. Yep. Like not very often do you see like we, we talk about like quadruple A players mm-hmm. where they're too good for the AHL but they're not they're they can't ever get into a top six role. Well, the Islanders were in a place where they just dropped him next to some traitorous swine and watched his career take off. And then he got into he got into free agency, comes to Colorado, and was still really productive. Like he was he was something, man. He when, was four for seven in the shootout for the Avs, by the way. Yeah. And had a really good percentage in career. And I believe he was over forty percent in his career. And just a really really solid shootout guy so behind Forsberg and McKinnon uh, in an NHL shootout I feel really I, f- I feel really good about my team in an AHL shootout I think I'm off to a good start
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's a guy it's, I'll be honest I completely forgot about until you mentioned his name <laughs> 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 it's incredible
0: how and like like you said, Parento went on to have success. But how many wingers have players like Tavares, Crosby, and them now? McKinnon, even to a certain extent, made like careers for players because they got to play next to them for a couple of years. It's it's crazy to think about how some of these guys can turn literally almost anyone on their wing into a fifty point hockey player. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, and and you wonder, like, is that why Andre Burakovsky got a two-year deal and not a four- or five-year deal? Yeah. Because the, the abs are trying to gauge how much of this is the fact that Burakovsky played next to Nathan McKinnon for decent stretches of last year. Yep. All right, so I vote that you're not allowed to take Chris Drury because if Chris Jury's on the team, the game's ending in overtime. You're not making it to the shootout. That's right. There's no way you get to the shootout.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Evan. All right, well, again, I'm going in blind here without these numbers. I'm going off memory. My guy was mentioned in the chat. It's not Peter Mueller, though. I wanted Merrick Svatos.
0: It's a good pick. Yep. It's a solid pick. He was quite good.
1: RIP I still, to
0: the spots machine.
1: Yeah. Seriously. And I know it's not the shootout, but it's like one of the goals you can't find on. I, I have trouble finding on YouTube. It was like the overtime goal against Dallas in the playoffs. One of his first two years where he just sniped it bar down. And I just, he was a pure goal scorer. And some of the goals he scored were just things of beauty. So yeah, he's the man.
0: Yep. Hard to argue. Thirty-six percent shootout shooter, twelve for thirty-three, with the Avs. Don't think he did anything
1: elsewhere. Don't believe so. Yeah, I'm trying to remember where else he played. I feel like he went to Ottawa for a little bit. I mean, yeah, it
0: just did not. Uh, if you're putting him on your team, you're taking him before his knees exploded, like <laughs> shoulders sure. and
1: everything. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs>
0: pre-shoulder, pre-shoulder stuff. Definitely, what a find he was too. Yep. He was he was the salvation from the pain of the rotting verbata trade, and we just didn't get to see his career play out the way it should have. Thirty seven percent in the shootout for a shooter—it's good. It, it's very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's very good. <laughs> It's—I I mean, it's—it's it's pretty good. Like, let not exceptional, but it's It's pretty good. The Avs have two, three, four. Players four players over forty percent that actually took a significant amount of shootout attempts total, and they've all been taken already for the record. No, that's not true. They're about to be all taken.
1: Oh, I know who you're going with then. (laughs) For my third round, the total specialist team.
0: Yeah, we're taking uh, we're taking Ryan O'Reilly for the third round pick. It sucks. He was going to be my next pick. <laughs> uh, he's, I don't know. He's hes the Mr. Special Teams, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. He, he does all the weird stuff, and he does it really well. So, I it ended up being, uh, what was it, 10 for 23? Yep, 10 for 23 in shootout attempts. The dude was was quite good. Here you can in, find and this elsewhere. List, by the way, you can find this at list on NHL. NHL.com. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to look up the stats for yourself,
1: uh, NHL.com is, you know what? <laughs> he never,
0: Preston Wilson, never played for uh, the abs, unlike you, a swine, who did not take Preston Wilson in the home run draft the other day. <laughs> Despite his prolific time in Colorado at hitting home runs, he did not get picked. I, so, I feel like I've built a pretty good team here. And I'm going to have to throw it off the rails, probably. Okay. I think people aren't going to like my next pick. but Is, Are you taking Duchesne? No. Okay. That's why I'm I think taking- people aren't going to like my next pick. you take Matt Hendricks? I'm taking Chris Stewart. Oh, you. S- <laughs> <laughs> this particularly, again, this guy because we're talking about when they were with the Evs. He was a guy who'd score goals a lot of different ways in his prime with Colorado. Before he kind of fell off a cliff and became a fourth liner everywhere in the league, um, and he was four for ten ultimately in the shootout with Colorado. So, showed some prowess there. Uh, despite the way things went, I think he was quite good with his time in Colorado at scoring goals. So I'm happy with that. I know I'm leaving Duchesne. I know I'm leaving uh, Peter Mueller on the board, but we'll see if they both go in the fourth round or not. Hmm. Barry and, and Lyles were defensemen, so they were not used very often. I I'm curious to see if someone like wants to
1: take the chance on a D man but so far I feel like Barry, I only remember Barry taking like one but could be wrong there
0: There were um, not there were not many Yeah He took four and he scored once
1: Um whoa. See I'm torn between two guys I, I because I have a very uh, uh, using AJ's words pretty good team based on their percentage numbers right now. I got to go with the guy who's got the high percentage, and that's Peter Mueller. Um, okay, me and my, me and my uh college roommates just call Peter Mueller. Uh, <laughs> yeah, three for four. Um, I need to pump up my numbers a little bit, so I'm gonna go with him.
0: A solid. in his career as well. So,
1: well, that means he wasn't very great with other teams, but I'm talking Avs here. He had good numbers with the Avs. That's. I loved Peter Mueller
0: too for that one month that he was a capable hockey player in Colorado. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I thought he was going to be like a stud for this team. And then it just all fell apart. But well, you remember Rob Blake gave him a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. On that. Uh, he hit him from behind, smash his face into the boards. And he was just, he was just never the same after that. Yep. Is he still playing? I know no. he went over to Europe. I'm pretty sure he's been fully done, but we can check actually. Yeah. And I suppose like if there's one thing you can do in hockey with a scrambled brain, it's, it's the shootout, right? He's still playing. He's playing in the check. Really? League. Wow. Yeah, point per game. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's been in the Czech League last couple of years, doing quite well for himself. Probably played against Martin Kauf this year. Crazy. Yeah, uh, you can take you can take Timo Salani, um, but we had the stipulation of if you're going to take a guy like that, it had to be you're taking him during his Avs tenure, which so is like not so hot, so. <laughs> So, like you have guys like Theo Fleury and Yari Curry who were here, you know, and it was just like, uh, we have no idea if those guys are any good at the shootout. Yari Curry scored all of his goals during the 80s when there weren't goaltenders. (laughs) You know, you take that chance. (laughs) I can tell you, since I have my last two picks here, because this has gone exceedingly quickly. We we know. uh, It's all right. We'll, uh, We'll talk about the worst shootout players in abs history i just <laughs>
1: looked up some of the numbers and they're yeah. pretty hilarious <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm stopping the fall here it's ridiculous that matt duchene got here i strongly considered duchene with my Parento pick so for him to get all the way back to me uh i'm taking matt duchene yeah
1: might be the steal of the draft there to get him at the uh, end of the fourth i've strongly considered him too he's right there was fatos the percentage wise so yeah
0: He's ahead of both Swatos and O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. In their I'm sorry, in their careers. Uh, no O'Reilly way. was O'Reilly was better in Colorado. Oh. Uh, yeah. And he scored the
1: what? Probably the most famous shootout goal in Av's history.
0: Oh, easily. Send the him one back that to the playoffs, the, yeah. Clinch the postseason, yeah. By a long shot, probably. Yep. That was uh honestly, that was
1: that was a wild
0: year. <laughs> I, I was living in my uh, apartment in Lakewood, and um, I had a, a roommate, was a dude that I grew up with, and we were... <laughs> he was asleep, and I was getting ready to go to work because that's when I was still working uh, nights in hotels. And it was it was so tense that I stayed... And i had to drive an hour to get to work for that shootout Uh, and uh i stayed i had to be there at 11 o'clock and it was 10 35 when he scored that goal and i was still at my apartment and i was so excited that i closed down my computer and i grabbed all my stuff and i was like running around like a maniac and shouting and screaming and and i ran to my car and i drove like 400 miles an hour there and (laughs) My roommate would later text me and tell me that I forgot to close the front door and it was just wide open and we're very we're very lucky that uh, our dog at the time had no interest in leaving the couch okay, because I left the front door open for at least a couple of hours until he noticed it when he got up. So that's my Matt Duchesne shootout cool story because we have to kill time. <laughs> too fast. I mean, that's a good story. I'm glad you had one to say that was worth. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, and it would like, that was just such a crazy, it always blows my mind to think about that team and, and look back on that, how much talent, how much like young talent there was on that team between O'Reilly and, and Duchesne and, and Stasny even, yep. you know, cause Stasny had, Stasny had just signed that extension, that 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 contract. The and he, at the time, his career had basically been the same as Anje Kopitar's, and so it was like, oh my gosh, like these, th- this team is so loaded down the middle for the future. This is gonna be awesome. They're they're set at center. It's not hard to go and get wings. And it's honestly, it's kind of incredible to look back on it and like. How did they screw this up? Mm-hmm. Well, even out. like
1: thinking back then, I was like, Oh, this team's set. When Duchesne scored that goal, you're like, they found they found the guy to replace Sackic." Yeah, And then now you look and back and it, it's very different.
0: That forward core underperformed for the next six years and the Avs couldn't build a defense. So <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, like, even then, Chris Stewart was gone what, six months, eight months later? Like
0: yeah, Chris Stewart, you Chris Stewart, it's it's funny cuz some of the big pieces on that playoff team in uh 09 and 10, you know, Craig Anderson backstopped them and and was uh had a Vezina caliber year. He was gone he was gone the next season. Yep. Because they couldn't work out a contract extension for him and he played poorly. So they dumped him in Ottawa for Brian Elliott. Brian Elliott hated Colorado. <laughs> And played a, maybe worse than any goalie ever has in an abs uniform uh, for guys who got more than one or two starts. And you remember, he was so bad, he had to sign a PTO with the Blues that offseason. Yeah. And then randomly puts up like a 940 two years later. And it was like, what What the hell is this? <laughs> like, it's... Ken
1: yeah. can Hitchcock save that guy's career?
0: Well... Michelle Goulet never played for the Avs, I don't believe. So. No. Um, pretty simple there.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cody McLeod, one for one. What the hell? I thought about taking him <laughs> in just for fun and being
0: like, 100%, what you going to say?
1: <laughs> Jordan Leopold, one for one. Yeah. All righty, then. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, when you like you look at Sackett, he wasn't very good, but then Darcy Tucker was two for four. Yeah, and it's also kind of crazy because like we don't even know like Miko Rantanen could be a fantastic player in the shootout, but the, the abs just never make it. In, yeah, <laughs> the abs have only been in what three shootouts over the last two years. Like it's they're never in shootouts. Mm-hmm. Yep, they just they just aren't anymore, and so it's it's impossible to know. Like it's it's wild to think like Ryan O'Reilly wasn't here for that long. It was only like four or five years. Yep. And you look at the number of times that he participated in a shootout. It felt like they were in shootouts every other night during that time in the
1: franchise's history. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's how it was back then. There yeah. was just so many shootouts.
0: Well, and O'Reilly was in. It says they, It says NHL.com has him in fifty-five shootouts for the Ads. Not part. Not that he participated in them, but that that's how many games the abs were. Fifty five games in in O'Reilly's time. Where you think about that, and it's like, dude, no, Shattenkirk did not. Otherwise, I would have taken him. I mean, you can you can take him without having him taking a shootout. Yeah, but then I feel like I have to take Daniel Briere, and that feels a little cheesy. It just feels kind of cheap because it's like, yeah,
1: Shattenkirk didn't take one, but Zach Redman did. I hope you're not That's, taking Redmond. No, I feel uh, like
0: I feel like that goes to show you like how how many shootouts they were in because there were a bunch of guys from that era, like Kevin Porter, Max Talbot, Ben Gite yeah. like those guys. <laughs> Max Talbot had one of the worst shootout attempts that actually resulted in a goal ever. Yeah, he was one for one with the abs, and his shootout attempt was he was like the. 10th person to go in this shootout and he was about one millimeter away from getting the whistle blown because for no reason, he just launches the puck down the ice (laughs) and it comes about 0.2 seconds away from losing momentum and stopping. And he has to like haul ass to catch up to this puck to keep it moving because he shot it all the way into the offensive zone ahead of himself <laughs> like it made no sense and then he like walks in and beats the goalie and it's like what the hell did i just
1: watch <laughs> he was a showman i guess
0: <laughs> yeah i uh, do we do we hate the shootout still i know Ruda's i know i like it I do. okay
1: it's i like it now because we never see it so it's different
0: <laughs> I, th- whereas now i is. hate
1: three on three now because it's just boring
0: I see. I still really like three on three. I think it's one of the best changes that they've made to the game because the shootout. You remember the teams had figured out how to completely lock yeah. down four on four, four on was four. literally worthless. Like, and then because I remember when they tried, they used the AHL as their guinea pig that year. Yeah, uh, the last year before three on three, they used the AHL as the guinea pig for three on three. And it was like, I think 73% of games or something, it was like the low 70%. Yep. Um of of AHL games that went into three on three ended. Yep. And so they were like, All right, well, I guess we're trying this in the NHL now because we've got to cut down on these shootout numbers. It yep. was just it was such ridiculous. A huge, yep. There were so many of them, and that's one you could tell that there were some how many games did Max Talbot play for the Avs? Because the abs were in 21 shootouts during his time with the abs, and like he wasn't here that long. Yep. And then you look at you look at some of these guys that like, have been Miko's around, been
1: at like, nine games with shootouts. Right,
0: nine. <laughs> like that's it's nothing. Yep. Yeah. It's it has changed quite a bit, and it it is interesting to Evan's point that we. Particularly this past season, we're starting to see coaches coach the fun out of three on three a little bit. Definitely. Teams are significantly more patient than they were in the first couple of years. Well, they understand it's it's really just. Now now it's it's less like because you remember when it first happened, it was the Wild West. It yeah. was just mass chaos. You, you expect no one to understand. end in the first 30 seconds, the first what year. Hell, like-, like play players were so trained on what to do in certain situations, they were not thinking about the consequences of okay, if I'm gonna be the third man that crashes for a rebound in overtime, and I was supposed to be up high. And that guy doesn't, and the the guy that was covering me doesn't go with me. He's got a 20 foot head start on us going the other way. And so it was like teams were, teams were, games were ending in the first 90 seconds because teams were getting breakaways and two on O's and, you know, it was just, it was mass chaos. And then now they're figured it out. Like teams have figured it out. You look at, even Colorado has been significantly more competitive in three-on-three three last year because they figured out that they could just wait. They could wait it out. Okay, we've got the puck, and they had... I mean, you think... We always joke, like, oh, the Abs are so atrocious in three-on-three, three. but you go back and you like, the Ducks game was a perfect example, the one that they lost at home, Yep, where Nathan McKinnon put Getzlaff in a blender, and then Tyson Jost, like, Hung on to Getzlaff's leg behind the net and was like, "Please don't go anywhere." <laughs> that like that game, like the Avs dominated that overtime period and just couldn't finish it. And they got one opportunity the other way and they scored. And the Rangers game, the last one, you know, the the Rangers game before the the everything shut down was the opposite. Like the Rangers, uh, Zibanejad hit a post uh on, on a mostly yep. empty net and that was like his third post of the game too yep. or something ridiculous yeah, <laughs> like the abs, the abs like were just barely surviving in that overtime period and then they got one like that one scoring opportunity that they had and it and it that that tip comfort with the tip and it went in. Yep. And it was like oh my god this is this this is what it this is what happens to them not yep. for them. It's it's been really interesting to watch the evolution of that and the way that it matters in the standings because of, you know, now they have regulation wins. Uh, now that they, you know, that that's where Colorado had a huge leg up on everybody in the West last year was they had the, they had, they were winning all their games in regulation. They weren't going into overtime. You know, St. Louis was crushing three on three overtime, but they just were not winning games in yep. regulation and the abs had like a three or four win gap for so much of the year on the blues. Even when the blues were ahead of them in the standings, the abs had more regulation wins. And it was because St. Louis just got to overtime all the time. They got to overtime and they did well enough to win a bunch of the games. And and now games just don't go to the shootout, So we don't ever see this anymore. Well, on that note, we do have to take our second period break with WGT golf. We have another tournament, the retro open this weekend. It should be going live here in just a couple of hours and mm-hmm. DNVR Four, our fourth clubhouse is officially set up now. So download WGT golf today from the DNVR.com and search for DNVR Four to join our fourth clubhouse to join in and participate in all the fun. If you play in the tournament this weekend, you don't even have to win. All you have to do is play and take a screenshot of your final score. Send it into info at thednvr.com or the DNVR Sports main Twitter account, and you'll be entered to win your choice of either a shirt or, I believe, a mask, maybe a hat. I forget. Either way, you can win DNVR merch just by playing some WGT golf with us. So jump on it and. As this week winds down, you can still get in. You can still support us. Try and help us beat those Nuggets, guys. If you're looking at getting a DNVR subscription, now is the time to do it. And use code AVS when you check out to help support our podcast. It helps us a ton. And, and really, we just want to win one of these competitions for once. Because we we haven't come close since I've I've joined the team. Not that we haven't done well. We did pretty well in the one we did last year. But uh the Nuggets have been just on fire. So use that AVS code, please. Go sign up for a, a subscription, annual subscription with that code. And when you sign up for that, you get a shirt, you get a hat, and... No, sorry, shirt, you get a mask, you get a sticker pack. So that's literally half the price of the subscription paid for right there. And the rest, are awesome content, we'll cover. So, yeah. If you want to support us, please do Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook with A.J. Rudo Evan, guy behind the scenes. We're in the fifth round, A.J. Enough procrastinating. Jonas Donkskoy. Yeah. I appreciate that one a little bit. Feel like the Avs tenure, this pick might look real good or real bad in a couple of years. But one for one for one right now. And it was the true. game winner against LA. So, yep. This is, this is. Rudo, do you I'm remember wondering. that one? Uh, no. <laughs> the, the internet remembers that one. <laughs> Steph, I would say hit up, hit up Lindsay for that question. Yeah, that is a, that is a fair question. Um. Uh, yeah, so Don's going He's great in the shootouts, and my team, my team is great in the shootouts. So <laughs> I feel good.
1: Yeah, Dennis Everberg. Okay, that's an interesting. one. I don't know if I'd pick him. <laughs> um, I seem to remember the last goal him scoring in the NHL was off his like junk and into the net, just in front of the net. So I don't <laughs> think I'm gonna pick him. All right, now we're down to – I almost want to go with like an old guy who never got a chance in the shootout that I think would be good in the shootout. And that's where it's a real issue for me because that doesn't work very well. So I am just going to go – I'll take Miko. I'm going to have some faith that he – if he had more opportunities, he would have a good which, shooting percentage. Which
0: old guy were you thinking about? Kamensky. Yeah, okay. We were on the same <laughs> wavelength then.
1: Yeah. Because um, <laughs> his goals per game average with the Avs is higher than Miko's, but there's just nothing to back that up. So I'm, I'll am i go with Miko. He's at 37.5% now. Like we talked about, he just doesn't get many chances, so there's really yeah. no way of knowing if he's worse or Potentially better, and I would put more on the idea that he's going to be better if he had more chances. So yeah. I'll go with the moose.
0: Bank banking on upside there.
1: Yeah, this is a fifth round. I'm going uh high ceiling here.
0: This is your this is your like you're you're in the last round of the shootout, and you know it's it's three to two or whatever, and you have to this guy has to score to win. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to Miko's a good guy to put in that position.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. Feeling okay about my team. Not feeling. I, I feel like AJ's team's definitely a little bit better. Uh, I don't know. I, I like, I really like the top of AJ's oh. team. No. <laughs> I was like, wait, did, did Bruno make a pick? I just didn't see it. <laughs> i I just don't see it.
0: I don't. Kale's a great player. One-on-one with the goalie is not where he makes his bread. Uh, Rude is taking the yipper. No, no, a little bit more recent than that, but you know, a marginally better career trajectory, but not that much better, I suppose. <laughs> no, I'm I'm officially dubbing my team, team guts and taking Sven Andrew What? He's 0-for-1 with the Avs. He is 0-for-1 with the Avs, but you look at his play style, you consider he was playing the best hockey of his life. There's an H in there. Uh, With the Avalanche, his career, he was 2-for-5. I think he has all the skills. Smaller guy, can handle in a phone booth a little bit, has a decent shot. Just never really got the opportunity in the shootout to prove his game. So I think he's a good pick. I'll probably torpedo my entire team, but that's fine. I can live with that. Uh, I really do think Ghetto is is a little bit underrated when it comes to the puck skill. So, uh, I remember his one shootout attempt, and people lost their freaking minds <laughs> because it was just like. Uh, How could you? Why why Sven Androgetto? Why is Jared Pettner such a dumbass?
1: (laughs) Ruto made the pick. Matt Nieto has no business being in a shootout.
0: (laughs) We didn't pick Drury, Jacob, because if you have Drury on your team, you win in the overtime. You don't make it to the shootout.
1: (laughs) He has no history with the Avs, too. We don't know. I would. I'd be interested to know what his shootout career was. I believe he's of the penalty shots here, but let me look up Buffalo. Because that's. I'm assuming that's where most of his shootouts would have been taken. I don't know. When did he? When was the shootout implemented? I forget. After the first lockout. Yeah,
0: so he'd have gotten a few anyway.
1: Let's see. Am I just not seeing him at Buffalo? Did he not? Never had one. Yeah, he's not listed anywhere. Cal O'Reilly, one for two.
0: That's pretty funny.
1: There you go. Chris Jury was 0 for
0: 2 in Buffalo. His career shootout was 3 for 15. You know, Ryan O'Reilly was 1 for 11 in shootouts in Buffalo. (sighs) (laughs) It's all right. I'll take another solid thirteen percent on the poll, and you guys can duke it out for first place. <laughs> I just, that's, I just thought that was crazy. These end up, these end up as popularity contests anyway. And O'Reilly fans are going to vote for you, and the few remaining Matt Duchesne fans will vote for me, and then everybody will vote for Evan because there's nobody offensive on his roster. <laughs>
1: I, yeah i went for the inoffensive roster yeah, that's here true. <laughs> i went for like trying to the
0: pull one. off the dubs <laughs> outside of my first two rounds it's like ryan O'Reilly. oh people don't like him chris stewart oh there's people who don't
1: like him <laughs> yeah i thought it's about, it's about it's Duchesne, it's and, and, out, and i was like huh? nobody's well, we gonna like him
0: i've never taken a like
1: competitive shootout
0: me me neither we didn't we didn't have shootouts
1: in texas I So I played in the Avs skills. When the Avs used to do their skills competitions, like just the Avs players and then fans would come to them, as a kid I got to be in it because I like, went through this whole process where they picked me to do the shootout. And I went up, and I got two shots, and Billy Niemann gave me advice. He went, okay, shootout, what I say, don't deek, just shoot. And I went in there, and I just said, F him. I'm going. To, I'm going to pull off some moves, and I deked the goalie and beat him. And I came back, and he gave me the dirtiest look ever. That's my memory there. <laughs> but, uh, I don't see him on anyone's list, so I'm not too worried about it.
0: <laughs> it's so like, who are some older players that you think could have been great in the shootout that just never got the chance? You can expand this past Colorado. Matt Sundin. Yeah.
1: I think that's a good one.
0: Obviously, Pavel Bure.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, there's, I'm mean, i sure there's a million, Mike.
0: I wonder about someone like Madano.
1: I was about to say, if you guys don't mention Mike Madano, it'll be a crime. His highlight I mean, reel of shootout goals is just insane, or at least penalty shots. Sergei Fedorov. Nuts. Fedorov, too, yep. Yeah. Oh, Kovalev had a lot of shootouts. I remember in his in Ottawa, he was just he just weaves up and down the ice. <laughs> I think he was pretty good though.
0: Anecdotally, uh, it feels like uh, it feels like Patrick Kane has probably been pretty good at it.
1: Yeah. I don't know if that's I, I don't know if that's actually I true. I bet he Is has, that, dude. Yeah. It just seems well, like that guy's They say Datsuk, I would think, and I'm sure he got in some, but Prime Fedorov would have been pretty good at him. Wow. Anybody
0: anybody know who's the best uh, since the shootout started with a minimum of uh I mean I 20, can find out 20 shots. Uh I, I already know the answer. I'm just trying to see if anybody has a guess. Oh, I see. All right. Because 20 we're, shots. We're talking we're talking about how Matt Shane's 37% was like pretty good. Our Artemi Panarin is at 60.9% in his career. Oof.
1: What's uh? Here's a surpriser. Jonathan Tate is significantly better than Patrick Kane in the shootout. Yeah. Who's... Is it UC Jokinen, who was the specialist for a long time? Like, when it started, he would just score the same shot every time.
0: I will say, had he had a better Colorado career, I was going to draft Paul Correa. And now looking at these numbers, I wish I had. Who... Which guy was it in Columbus that, like... Invented the no move shootout move, where you literally just coast in until the goalie does something, and then just oh. shoot it wherever he's not. I know Kucherov does that. Kucherov does it too, but I I, I want to say it was Atkinson that was the first one that <clears> did <throat> it. But it was someone from Columbus for sure. But yeah, oh, she is definitely a specialist, and it shows. He's really they, good at this. They still call him T.J. Sochi to this day. So yeah, he's. <laughs> The top of this list is actually kind of crazy. Is Eric
1: Christensen list. on there?
0: Yeah, he's fourth.
1: I remember him being like the Pittsburgh specialist. Like th- He was only in the lineup because there was a million shootouts back then.
0: Like Jacob Josephson? Also <laughs> on here. <laughs> Just makes the cut Just with Paul 24 Weiland, attempts. Alish <clears throat> Kotelik, Sean Horkoff, Brandon Peary.
1: I remember, yeah, Peary, Vegas, and Chicago. I feel like... Mike
0: Mike Santorelli? The
1: the early days of this was Eric Christensen did the same thing every shootout. Like, he's low low blocker, or like between the (laughs) pad and the blocker.
0: Nigel Dawes?
1: What? (laughs) There are some interesting <laughs> ones on here. I still remember the first shootout vividly, the Ottawa Toronto one, because it it was not it was just like a, a meme back then for days because Jason Allison took the shootout and he just like slowly glided in. And everyone was just like three days later, like Jason Allison still headed towards the Ottawa net. Who has the most attempts? Oh of course it's Zach Parise. <laughs> we we got to talk about Paul Stasny 0 for 8 <laughs> and 0 for 9 in his entire career He's a, a passer, surprise not a shooter yeah. <laughs> And David Jones 0 for 7 I feel like in my head I can see all of his attempts Where he just come, comes flying down the wing Just rips a shot high glove and it misses the net by 3 feet
0: <laughs> Ovechkin is shockingly not great at this
1: Yeah, they like, don't even use him anymore I,
0: I 108 mean, shots and 34 goals, he is 31.5%. He
1: can't set up in his office and just unload a ripping one-timer then the shootout.
0: It's crazy.
1: What is What was Alexander Semen? Because I feel like that guy would have been really good at it. I don't yeah, know. He, he's a lot like Kovalev, which is just like nothing but moves.
0: Yeah, what could have been on that guy? Mm-hmm
1: verbata oh, okay. yeah verbata was f- really good let's not forget the worst
0: i it was a penalty shot i think actually but brad Marchand's worst attempt in the history of hockey see i don't think so i think i think the one that was worse was i don't remember who it was but the <laughs> dude that rolled in missed the puck lost his footing and fell on his ass and think slid it? into the board
1: dennis Wideman. That was it. Yes, Dennis Wideman. St. Louis. Where, yeah, he that just was, like steps on the puck. It looks like
0: <laughs> that was significantly worse than. Oops, I barely touched the puck and it technically moved. That I, was the. That was the. That was I the mean, one that me. The Wideman one is definitely funnier, <laughs> but like he managed to get the puck off of the face-off dot. So yeah, like... I mean, it's like whoops. Like okay, well. On a technicality, they lost. <laughs> it's funny because it's Brad Marchand and he's, like, easy to hate. I think it'd be but pretty funny no matter who it is, unless it's your team. <laughs> Alexander Semen, by the way, 15 goals on 15 shots. That's eh, so pretty bad. 30, 30% not great. Man. Phil Kessel wasn't great. <clears throat> There are some surprising ones who just... Yeah, Barbada was very good.
1: I remember Landy scoring one where he basically just fell into the goalie after it happened. Yeah. I think it was against <laughs> Dallas.
0: Yep, he, it was. he scored
1: and just like ate it all over the goalie, and then that was it. He I just, think that was the winner. He full committed, and is like, as long as the puck enters the net before I do, it's fine.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I tweeted out that. I think it was on Monday. I tweeted out that the gif of him running into the Minnesota goalie during a shootout where he just ran into him and then fell over top of him and laid on him. <laughs> he got stopped on Volcanic. that one, though. It was
1: four for 30. Thomas Boikanik? Yeah, who Hurtle are the, who are the Hurtle baddies Hurtle. at that?
0: I'm trying to look up, like, who are the worst ones with the most I'm, attempts. It does not surprise me Evander Kane sucks at it. Yeah, he's way too power forward, I think. Yeah. I'm blown away that Danny Heatley was bad. It, they didn't get many in 07, I guess. Nazim Kadri, Yeah, 20% only. Daniel Sedin was only 16%. Wow. Yarmir Yager, 21.9. That's pretty low for him, yeah. Yeah, Martin St. Louis, 23.1. There are some names on here that, that were not good at this. <laughs>
1: The Sadines were like, uh, can my brother come out and do this with me? Quick, just switch like, jerseys.
0: <laughs> A- Again, was not good at it. The traitor of swine is not good at it. Taylor Hall's not good at it. Johnny Gaudreau. Like, there are some names on here. Yep. Marion Gabrick being bad actually really surprises me.
1: Ooh, Martin Havlett being bad it reminds surprises me too, because he was really good in Ottawa with the shootouts or just breakaways. Yeah, it's so so different, I guess, in a shootout, but
0: he was hurt so much at the end that I always forget his career happened.
1: He was my favorite player back in the day. He was so fun to watch before getting hurt like every single year.
0: Michael Ryder having 38 attempts is more surprising than (laughs) him not being good at it.
1: (laughs) Pasternak's terrible too.
0: That one. Yeah, that one was another one where it's like, huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, All there's right. some
1: some names on here that have taken a lot of shootout attempts. Like Marcel Gock took 20 attempts. Cody Hodgson.
0: Dude, Henry Henrik Zetterberg was 24.6 percent on 65 attempts. He only scored 16 times. That's a lot of him not scoring in shootouts. Yeah. The worst, Clark MacArthur. <sighs> has taken 14 attempts and failed the score a single time. That is I, the most. I honestly have no idea. You look at the list of who's good at it and who's bad at it, I have no freaking clue who would be good at shootouts, like trying to figure it out. If we were to go through the ABS prospect list, I have no freaking idea. I mean, Dario brought up the only evidence we have is Newhook dunking on kids in the uh, the prospect event. It's like, okay, Newhook, you would think would be good at it. You would think Bokaj should probably be pretty good at it. I think Ranta would probably be good at it, but who knows? Yeah. P.S. That the the Rambo Santa yep. goal from yesterday just torches a kid. <laughs> Poor he was a freshman too. I looked yeah. him up and was like, this poor kid. <laughs> this is like the most brutal welcome to college hockey. <laughs> the dude just smokes him, walks around him, and that guy's like, oh. You don't you don't see speed like that in the USHL. <laughs> I mean, sampo was in the USHL, but yep. Um, all right. <sighs>
1: I Ryan guess we're. Smith t- up took for the 32 thing. attempts. He is not a guy I would ever think to put on shootouts. Who? Ryan Smith. Yeah. All of his goals were within two feet of the net.
0: Oh, Dario's favorite player was 0 for 9 in the shootout. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess that's up. I guess that's all we got for the day. Uh, thank you everybody for for watching listening however you consume the pod hope you enjoyed a, a fun free skate Friday from us we got more stuff coming next week as well uh, if you haven't submitted your email to DM me or AJ to join our uh, fantasy draft of a starting lineup next week or next weekend yeah we're for those uh we're planning for the 29th time of day is still to be determined yep be sure to send in, hit us up, because there's only a handful of spots left. So, if you want in on that, let us know. But we're gonna get out of here for the day. Hope y'all be have sure a to good.
1: be sure to vote for my team, the most likable team.
0: <laughs> I'd like to get like bump it up from 13 to 15 percent this this one maybe, but you'll get just because you have Volsky. And when I put on Twitter, who would you take? Everybody said Volsky. So just because you have that guy. You're gonna get plenty of votes. But that's I, I'm that's what I thought about the, the Whalers logo, and it didn't work out great for me last time. So. <laughs> that's fair. I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping Foppa and McKinnon put me a. I'm sorry, Foppa and McKinnon yeah, put me Fulpa. over the top.
1: Well, did, you, did anyone find that show yet? How can we watch that I, show? I
0: forgot to look, but that needs to be our next DNVR watches.
1: Yep, for sure. Uh, anyway,
0: have a good rest of your weekend. We'll catch all y'all next time.